Hi guys, welcome to the Filterless Conversations podcast with Katie. I'm Katie, and today I have my friend Sammy with me on the podcast, and we're going to be having more mediocre conversations with mediocre people, because that's all we are, Sammy. We're just mediocre people. So if you want to hear conversations that might make you laugh so hard you snort, or if you just snort easily like we do, then continue listening to today's podcast, right? Right? Yeet. All right. Like I said, welcome to the Filterless Podcast. I hope you all are having a fantastic day. I'm Katie, and today I have my good friend, Sammy Baldus, on the podcast. I don't know why I'm looking at you and saying things really... She's staring me pretty deep in the eye. I don't know. She's seeing my soul right now. Is it pretty? It's it's dark. It's black. (laughs) That's rude. Um, But Sammy is my friend from SVU. Um, We met at debate camp this year. And so we, we learned in our close proximity and being around each other that... Honestly, life without each other is really boring, Amen. which is why, you know, I've been on winter break since like, what, December 14th? Yeah. That was so long ago. That was a month ago. <laughs> that was a month ago. We've been on break for a month and I've been losing my mind. It's too long. I have honestly been really excited for Sammy to come because she is staying with me for a few days. So I'm not quarantined in my house alone. <laughs> We're probably going to still be here anyway. But, I, but neither of us are alone. Yes, there's another person in the room, and that's what matters. But Sammy and I... the voices in our head anymore. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, the voice of Jesus. That's the one <laughs> in my head. Um, but, yeah, Sammy is a good friend of mine. Um, we love laughing and having snorting. funny... Com- snorting. We do snort. But not cocaine, guys. We are clean. We are sober. We are... Drug free. We are just Since really. Last year. I mean, <laughs> the whole life. <laughs> oh gosh, never done a drug. I really haven't done drugs, guys. I feel. I just. I'm gonna have to put the people. People ask me, is that crack or is that your personality? I'm like, it's just me. <laughs> it's just God gave My me personalities on crack. It's, how you just, like it's like a metaphor. It's perfect. It's a, me- it's a metaphor. So it's for a life. metaphor for life. Sometimes I'm a crackhead, but not really. Sometimes you're on crack, and sometimes it's just your personality. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but we're really good friends. We're really crazy. We, like I said, we've been in close proximity to each other. Honestly, I can didn't think would say this a little while ago, but because um, we had to re-record this because you know we have friends who like to call us at inopportune times and dogs who like, like to whine. whine at the door so this is actually take two but i forgot like i if it wasn't for sammy i would actually not be dating the hooligan you listeners have heard about in the past couple podcasts yes. my hooligan connor at, at the wedding i will be saying i'm the reason these two got together i will be taking half of the gifts <laughs> <laughs> she's like this is my payment yeah, but I want the toaster. If it was not for Sammy, I would have. I mean, I know we probably would have met and been friends, but I don't think it would have been the same. Like you're literally m- part, majorly part of the reason that we even started talking in the first place. I'm just so. a total matchmaker on accident. Yeah, can I tell the story? Yeah, you can interject. Yeah, I'll interject. So <laughs> I live in a dorm. I won't say which because you know you always got stalkers who listen to podcasts and try to hunt down people and. They end up on Dateline, but you know, I don't want to end up on Dateline. So we, but I live in a separate dorm than Sammy does. And my dorm is smaller. I live across campus. Yeah. On the most farthest one from campus. Yeah. And almost in that ghetto neighborhood. Actually, that's not true. You don't live in that I one live, guy's no, dorm. I, no, I live, Memorial's not right by the crack house. <laughs> I'm right by the crack house. That's true. That's actually where There's she's a, getting her I personality. I <laughs> to police officers like yelling at some guy at like 2 a.m. And like signs were going off. That was fun. <laughs> then I went back to sleep. I was always gonna go. Police lights. Oh, that's normal. <laughs> but anyway, so she was in a different welcome week group than I was. But I was in my dorm, just chilling in my room, and I get a Snapchat, and she's in my dorm's kitchen with like a group of strangers, and I'm like, we were making banana bread. They were. They had like was it a banana bread competition? Yeah, it was a competition. Yeah, and so she's like, I'm down in your dorm. I'm like, great. So I, you know, get myself down there into the kitchen. And, you know, I'm talking to her. I'm, like, sitting on the counter. No big deal. Yeet. And, you know, Sam, Sammy over here, she um, had befriended this guy on Instagram that used to be a debater at SBU named Jeff. And I had talked to Jeff. I was 
not, I would say friends with, I don't know if I was friends with Jeff at that point, but I we was like, acquainted. Yeah, I was, I was, you were acquainted. Yeah, I was, you were not, which is the whole reason this happened, which guys, backstory really fast on me and Connor. So I think I, I think I've mentioned this. If not, I'm gonna mention it again. A year before I came to SBU, my senior year, I had just broken up with my rebound guy, which I'm ashamed to say that's what the relationship was, but it was. And I was like, there's no hope for high school. I must look for cute guys in college. And so I went to Amen. the I went to the SBU NIV official Instagram page and just started scrolling, looking for single cute guys who would still be at SBU by the time I went there. I found I found Connor. And so I followed Connor. So Connor and I have been following each other on Instagram for a while. No big deal. Um, so Sam flash, you know, flash forward to, yeah. And Connor was my welcome week. Yes. He was leader. He was my yellow shirt and he likes to remind me. Yeah. So the group time. leaders wore yellow shirts. And so Connor took his role way too seriously. Like, like there's like way too seriously. And then there's a step for that Connor. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> Connor's like a, a leap and then, Oh yeah, that's too far. Yeah. So her welcome week leader was Connor. And I just, I recognized, well, kind of, because his, the majority of what I had seen on Instagram was clean shaven Connor. What I saw. 12 year old Connor. Yeah. Well, what I saw in the kitchen that day was disheveled, looks like a stoner Connor. So anyway, so I walk, I walk down and I'm there in the kitchen. So Sammy is like, Hey, I followed Jeff on Instagram and I want to go say hi, but I don't know how to approach somebody I've only ever been friends with on Instagram. I'm an extrovert, but that just gives me anxiety. I'm like, what if they don't know me? <laughs> like, yeah, what if I'm expecting them to know they followed me? Because he followed me first. Like, oh, really? I didn't follow him. He followed me first. Interesting. And so I, I was know like, that. I was like, <laughs> and so I was sitting there with, and I don't know if you noticed, but I'm literally like taking double glances over at Connor. Like, do I do it? Do I not? I didn't and notice so this. I, I finally like look at Sammy. I'm like. You do it like this. And with, like, no prior interaction to Connor. And, I... and she, like, she yells this, basically. <laughs> like, like, this wasn't a subtle thing. Like, this was her going, hey! <laughs> I was like, hey! I, I don't, actually, to be quite honest. Hey, I follow you on Instagram, but I, I haven't met you until this point. So, hi, I'm Katie. I, and that's what you said. I think, I want to say I also screamed his name. I was like, Connor! Like, Maybe like a question as if, like, there's some way to mispronounce that like Connor. it's like connor and i was like i follow you on instagram to which connor's like you sure do and the rest is his but yeah if it wasn't for sammy not literally just not knowing how to approach jeff i don't think i would have approached connor for at least a lot longer or he would have made a fool out of himself and you'd have been like i've been like uh, uh, i'd probably you'd probably run i was the first to make foolish <laughs> moves and yeah that was that was well I mean like like in terms of our friendship yeah, like no, none yeah. Of, yeah our whole first day is a whole nother that's just <laughs> awkward on his part but yeah but like like yeah if it wasn't for Sammy I would not be dating that hooligan mm-hmm. although I'm pretty sure Sammy loves me way more than the hooligan ever will yeah so. I better I put a ring on it before he did <laughs> oh gosh well he hasn't either and probably will look at me one day and go Oh, I probably should do that now. Well, I was going to say, it's time to walk out. This is too much. This he is... does that, I'll wring his neck. He'll <laughs> oh. be a dead man. Gosh. But, no, he's 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 sweet, but like I said. And mm. granted, we're going to have a... I, I record this, but I feel like Steph is going to get on here and listen and be like, actually, it's all because of me. If it wasn't that I lived there, we would have even baked banana bread there. Well, there's another person on, on our thing who lived there, so it wasn't just her. There was, I didn't know that. Uh, I don't remember her name. Oh, well. There's another girl. Anyway, I have the memory of a fish, so that's great. And Interesting. I don't know. I saw, I looked at my fish, and that's immediately what I... <laughs> Squirrel my fish moment. is in the room. I had a, King Forest is also listening uh, in, so. Yeah, we love King Forest. Sammy's a good fish mom. I am. I'm about to buy a five-gallon tanker of my fish. My favorite is the fact that you bought expensive medicine for your fish. It wasn't that. It was like 10 bucks. Like, it wasn't that. I bad. was under the impression it was like 30. No, 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 no. It was like, it would have been 30 if I, if my mom signed up for this weird thing where you got like a discount or something. Or for like Petland or pet smart or whatever we went because my dog my dog for the first seven years of her life would only eat puppy food and it was just one brand and if 
it wasn't it. She would starve. Like, we put other food in there, and she just would not eat it. And I'm like, but now she's old and fat because she started eating this other food. And, like, she's fat now. Like, she's a fat chihuahua. And she also be the skinny thing, and now she's fat. She's like a spear. Yeah, no, like, like she's not, like, fat fat, but she's fat for, like, how she was super skinny. Mm. And I'm like, that's what I aspire to be when I hit 40. <laughs> just you just got to embrace it. I can't gain weight, so we I both have can't. this problem. Yeah, we're both really tiny individuals yeah, we, who... I have a very high metabolism, so... That's yeah, cool. like, you know, some people are like, we want higher metabolism. Like, we have enough to give, like, so many people. I, yeah, like, you... People say they want a high metabolism. You don't. It, it you want a balanced metabolism. You want a balanced one. Because too much high. stand up and you look at the scale and you're like, dang it, it's going down. It's going down. Why is it going down? There's, That's me. It gets least. to the point where you're like, I'm trying, but people think I'm starving myself, but I'm not. I, I'm just and then eating. I get right put on home. a watch list that I don't need to be on. And I'm like, I'm eating every meal. I'm not throwing up or anything or doing anything. Yeah. I'm just. Well, to be, I don't know about you, but to be fair for me, like, to get more serious from our, our funny conversation, in high school, I really struggled with, like, it It was never, like, a diagnosed eating disorder, but I definitely had, pro, like, major oh, problems. I definitely had an eating disorder. It just wasn't, like, I didn't mean to give it to myself. It just happened. Yeah, mine came from my next-door neighbor, who was definitely larger than me, which is just kind of weird in general that she would say this, but I put on a dress, and I was, you know, wearing the dress. I thought it was rocking and she looked over at me and you know I wasn't like huge but you know I I, I had a little bit more you know it wasn't muscle I'm not even gonna say muscle because that's love not what I love to give on me she looked over and she goes that dress makes you look pregnant and from I would have smacked her <laughs> chick across the face the whole time, like excuse and I had already been kind of insecure that my clothes were fitting just a little bit tighter and so from that point on I was like no desserts and you know when I hit debate my freshman year of high school, you know, weekends, you just essentially don't eat if you're in a bunch of events. And that was how our culture was, at least for the debate circuit I was on. And so it got to the point where I at one point weighed 130 pounds. No big deal. Um, junior year when it finally became an issue, my family was addressing and we were having to address. I weighed 95 pounds. And that's like a whole like 12 pounds underweight. And so I kind of like gave me the problem because like I can't. It's really hard to gain weight. Really, really yeah, hard. It's, it's really hard. Especially, like, because I'm tall. Like, mm-hmm. I'm 5'9", and I weigh 100, and I went down from being overweight because I've been eating. I'm now 125 again. So, like, that sucks because I just gained 10 pounds, and it was really nice because I felt – I was proud of myself because I was eating on a regular basis, and, like, I have ADHD, so I'll forget to eat meals sometimes, and so that's fun. And, or, like, I just won't eat, and I'll be like, oh, whatever. Um, so, but then I lost it all and now I have to go back and I have to work even harder and it's hard. Cause like when I work out, I lose it more than I gain muscle. And so it's just kind of hard. Cause you're like, eh. but, yeah. Cause you're like, cause like mine was just because of my, like, I just, my HG played a big part in it and it kind of just developed into something that I did without even knowing. And I would just skip meals like on, not on purpose, but I would be like, eh, I don't need to eat. You're just not hungry. Yeah. It just like my body would be like, oh, you're not hungry anymore. And so that was fun. And, like, it's still there, so it's still a problem, but it's something that's probably going to stay with me. I'll just have to keep yeah. in mind for the rest of my life. And it's it's really hard because, you know, I was always like, you know, that would never be me. That would never be me. Because, like, you know, people are always like, I don't know. The the impression I had always had from, like, the whole anorexia and bulimic problems were, like, you know, it would be, like, these certain kinds of people. And, like, you would know if it were them. And, like, they'd be, like, it'd be, like, an attention-seeking. That was just kind of always, like, the stereotype yeah, that like, was surrounded it. that's what they do to women. They they take things and make it feel like we have, we're doing, being dramatic about it. And sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes people can be dramatic about it. And sometimes it's just a problem someone has they don't realize they have or they want to get rid of and they just can't. Yeah, because my parents had suspected I'd have what they had like recently when this had happened termed orthorexia, which is like the up uh, like cuz you know like a lot of eating disorders was it like um like they like say it's like OCD or it's like kind of a compulsive mm-hmm, thing. Yeah. Um it's the compulsive this eating disorder where you get obsessed with eating only healthy foods and if you are afraid a food will make you fat, you will completely like avoid it even if that food does have potential benefits. So that was kind of me, but like I had like in that period of when I was eating like that, I had lost weight, but I was eating healthier in general, which like wasn't a bad thing. It we was have to put exercise with that too, which right. really benefit. And then I joined cross country briefly, 
And so I was doing pretty good. But after I quit cross country and then had debate, that's when yeah. every, and not only that, but it consumes your time and you're not focusing mm-hmm. on things and you're skipping meals. Well, and I was stressed. I was in a yeah. really Stress. abusive, toxic relationship Amen. where, Amen. and then what was really sad was once I was that small and it was a known problem to me, people would then tell me I looked better. Yeah. No. And then I'm like, this, I don't need to hear that. I no. need to hear something I, else. My whole life I've heard you're so lucky to be so skinny and like, it sucks that people won't hear the problems about that skinny people have. Like, yes, being skinny has so many advantages. It does. Like, I get compliments all the time. But also, like, it sometimes sucks because, like, sometimes I won't get the dosage of medication I need because I don't weigh enough. And then I'll, I can't give blood. And, like, I can't give blood either. Like, also because I'll faint the side of it, leaving my body. That's but a whole other subject, though. Yeah, that's a whole other subject. But, like, I probably could if I gained a few, and I don't even know. I haven't even looked it up. Well, I think it's 115 pounds is actually the – it's supposed to be, like, the weight minimum. But, I mean, I'm sure it change. if you're really looking into it, I'm sure it changes with your height. But in yeah. high school, you just had to be 115 pounds. Yeah, I would never. 100. I, I would never give blood in a high school gym. Like, you know how many germs that are in there? I'm not doing that. I can't do it. Germs – okay, I'm not a germaphobe, but, like, when there's, like – like needles involved in like a germy place I can't do like I couldn't ever get a tattoo at a tattoo parlor that looked even gross in the slightest like that's why me and tattoos are not friends <laughs> not because I don't tattoos are fine I think like well, I'd hope so your tattoos look great. boyfriend's got like he's got three yeah, he's, yeah like tattoos are fine and he's getting another one which it look, it's gonna look really cool I think um I'm just not fine with them on myself like other people are fine like, that, I don't care. That's your body. Do what you want. I'd probably just cry. But, like... Stick the needle. No, it's not the pain thing. It's just, like, the fact that, like, how many people get infections, like, me and piercings. Like, I can't do that either because I'm, like, infection. Like, infections are such a thing to me that, like, just worry. Like, just... I don't know. They just... It just gives me, like, the... Ugh. You're going to be one of those Germex Clorox wipes on the table mom one day. <laughs> Like, like I, I carry hand sanitizer wherever I go, but like, see, it's starting now. It's starting early. Well, that's just because one day your they, kid's gonna come in and blow out their diaper, and you're gonna be like, ah! and you're gonna have to go change their diaper in a public restroom. You're gonna be like, how many poopy butts have been on this changing well, table? Well, I hope that. Well, I don't think that's a thing because, like, a big deal because usually, like, they have uh, they clean them regularly. They do should. they? Yeah, they have to. That's part of their bathroom. But cleaning. do they? If they don't, I'm gonna. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, people, the children have lived. They're building up their immune system. <laughs> I mean, it has to happen sometimes. You're not a real person if your parents didn't let you eat stuff you dropped on the floor. Off oh, the floor. oh, oh my gosh. My parents told me this. Uh, when I was younger, I apparently, like, I was I was beginning to learn how to walk. And I it was in a grocery store. My mom was letting me walk. And I fell. And my mom was looking at something on, like, a shelf or something. And I apparently was sitting, laying on the floor. I look over and apparently I licked the shopping wheel. <laughs> and, and like, I was like, I don't remember this. I was like two or something. Like, and so like my mom, the notice picked me up. I was like, don't do that. And I was like. You're like, what's wrong with licking I the like, shopping cart wheel? It looked like, tasty. And like, and my brother licked the trash can. So like, my <gasps> okay. better. Me too. My twin brother, like, like we both have two brain cells. So it's fine. <laughs> but like. It's like kids do stuff. Like whenever I was like three and we lived at my old house, um, my parents tell me the story of how I apparently would. I don't know if they let me or if I just would do this, and they keep telling me no. I'm still stubborn. Was stubborn, just an ever existing problem. But um, I would like you know those giant outside trash cans like by the road. Yeah, yeah I would lick that. I would lick ours. Just lick it. Which <laughs> don't give me that look. You licked the shopping cart wheel. But I was, like, I didn't do it continually. Well, I don't I don't know. But anyway, apparently it got so bad that there was a giant, I don't know if it was, like, a wolf spider or what it was, but there was a giant spider, and I, like, legit almost licked and ate the spider. My dad was just kind of like, yeet. That's a power and, move. <laughs> and just, you guys eat the wolf spider before live? <laughs> I have. <laughs> and so, and so, my dad just kind of like, nope. And he, like, picked me up and was like, yeet. Nope, we're not doing that. And like I, I mean, okay, but to be fair, I was never the kid who ate their boogers. I was, I, I was never the kid. I'm, I'm still not the person because let's be real. Even if humans don't do it on a consistent basis, no human can look somebody in the eye and say, "I don't pick my nose." It's kind of like the peeing in the shower concept. Like it's the unspoken thing peeing everybody in the shower does. Actually, proven to be slightly like good for you at some points because like the angle you're at. <laughs> 
It was a, th- it was a, th- I had to research it for a class in middle school. That <sighs> memory popped in my head for my gym teacher, Coach Neely. She was a very interesting woman. She favoritism to all the kids that did sports and I was not. <laughs> I was a speech debate in middle school and uh, stuff too. And so she was like, research some like weird health thing. And it was because, I don't know why, I think, oh, there's construction on the gym. And so we had to like go to the computer lab for like a week for something. And so she just had to give us something to do. And so I was like, I don't know what to do. She's like, research uh, peeing in the shower. And I was like, what? She's like, I don't know. I wrote an article about it. And I was like, okay. So I looked it up and like, apparently there's health benefits to doing it. Like I've always heard environmental ones. Like, like, because like um, something with like how like it aligns or something or like, I don't know. Because like men sitting down to pee is also seen to be healthy as well. Like, this is so backwards. So <laughs> it's weird. Like, well, they both. So have, we should they, be standing they, up, and men should be sitting no, down. Is what you're telling me. No, both have benefits, but like, like it's not like a thing. Like, oh, peeing in the shower is bad, but like, in like some ways, like you shouldn't do it often. Like, I don't think it's like a do it often thing. Because like, don't pee in the shower. Well, it's like because like, like if you don't clean it well, I mean like it's just staining. Infection. Staining. <laughs> well, that infection because it's technically clean. Well, it's like what Con- I mean. You can technically. Oh, gross. It's like when Connor looks at me and he asked me one day, he's like, do you pee in the shower? And before I could answer, he was he was like, there are two kinds of people in this world. Those who pee in the shower and those who lie about it. And I feel like the same principle is true for picking your nose. Like, like I think I did as a kid. I don't really remember because like I probably did. I know I picked my nose as a kid. I don't know if I ate boogers. I don't remember that. That's Definitely did not eat. I don't remember. Just as yucky. Like you like you just don't. I know. I know one time. Oh, my gosh. The worst. The worst thing I had ever with like snot or sneezing or boogers or whatever we it was eighth grade year and it was December and it was super cold and it was like the year we had like the really like you know like the bad snowstorms it was like yeah that eighth grade year eighth or seventh or eighth grade and my brother my twin brother Michael was in front of me and I'm 19 minutes older I have to say that every time um <laughs> as the older sister um he was in front of me and like we were waiting for the bus and the bus was coming and I felt a sneeze, and it felt like a monster. But so <laughs> a sneeze, and, like, I didn't realize it was going to be as, like, awful as it was. Like, as ferocious as it was until, like, it happened. And so, like, I go to sneeze in my arm, and then it just goes. And I look <laughs> up, and this green trail is going oh, <laughs> And I'm laughing hysterically because I'm an evil human being. And I think it's a, I don't. T- I don't tell him anything. Thing. I don't say a thing. Does he know now? Oh, he didn't know. I'm, wait, I'm waiting. Okay. And so the bus comes. Pam opens the door. I'm pretty sure that was her name. She was a lovely woman. Loved her to death. She was so nice. Um, she retired the year after me, and I'm pretty sure it was because of the children and the year below us. They were demons. And so he gets on the bus, and she says hi, and she looks at him, and she's like, Michael, what is on your jacket or coat? <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, I'm laughing. I'm snickering. She goes, Samantha? And like, yes. And he's like, what's on your brother's coat? I was like, I sneeze. <laughs> and so she gives me a tissue. She's like, wipe it off your brother. So I wiped it off. And I was like, hee hee. And I tried to throw it at him again. Because I'm evil at this point. And I'm a twin sister. So like, if you're a twin, you'll, you'll understand. Yeah, definitely. Especially a boy girl twin. It's different. Twins have such... Can you read your brother's mind? No, that's stupid. <laughs> um, I sure settling the debate I, once and for I'm all. I'm so glad I cannot. That would be a, a weird place to be. I feel like all you hear is moo. No, that Royals facts and then Star Wars and Marvel, which Star Star Wars and Marvel I love, so that's fine. Like the Royals facts would get tiring. Like he, yeah, I get bored. His with that. whole room is baseball. He literally has enough Royals gear to wear it consistently for a month or two. No. The whole royal season, apparently. Like, Ooh. without washing. Oh. Wow. His whole closet. I feel like that's just an unhealthy obsession. Oh. Oh, it's unhealthy. All right. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's my strange addictions, royal gear. That's what it's going to be. That's what we're going to, you're going to be on this podcast and we're going to see your brother on some yeah, yeah, show. show. He's actually in Springfield because he goes to most states, so that's funny. Yeah. Be like, yo, you're on my <laughs> mediocre conversations with mediocre people. If he hears this, I'm so dead. <laughs> he will. He will find me and kill me. In my it's life. fine. I'll. I'll defend you. I'm. 
Ooh. Blue Springs. I'll I'll travel where necessary. Be I'll like, don't don't mess with her. Don't well, I do can it. Him up just fine, but like he'll say that I cannot anymore. But I'll just hurt him with my word. Everybody says that. I'll like hurt, I'll hurt him with my words. I don't need anyone else to bully my brother. <laughs> Literally, me and my brother, we were both severe. I was I was severely bullied. I don't know about him. He was he was bullied. I don't. He doesn't talk about it a lot, but he was definitely bullied as well by the same girl. Who we'll call her um, stupid. <laughs> that her her pseudo name is no stupid. Just, she, I she bullied me. So I went. My mom's an elementary school teacher. So she taught. She kept me at her elementary school till third grade, and then I went to the elementary school I was supposed to go to for the fifth grade. And so it was a new school, and like I was like, this is the worst. The new kid stuff is all true. It sucks, especially in elementary school. And so fourth grade, yet she just chooses me. Her mm-hmm. and like it's literally the three girls, like the three amigos, like in every like high school thing, but like in mean girls. elementary school, yeah. And like there was a dumb one, there was a stupid perky one, like like <laughs> like it was it was it was so true. And like I've forgiven these girls, I have no bad blood. It's whatever they made dumb decisions, whatever. But like they chose me from the first day I was there and started bullying me ever since. And like that's why I have a lot of like like that's why I make jokes about myself and how I look. It was a lot of that kind of stuff. Because like you learned, and it was that- till sophomore year is when they finally just started leaving me alone, and when I started to get pretty or whatever, which was stupid. Well, because I think that, and this is I don't know if this is backed by research. It's just my personal theory is that when you're so used to being insecure because of others, the minute that you can embrace your insecurities and make fun of yourself you've taken the power away from them they can't bully you if you do it first yeah. but then i also get yelled at like oh don't say you're not pretty you're stupid i'm like that's not fair because like i was told for years and years that i was ugly weird crazy like just not pretty and then you expect me to like make a full 360 and to see myself as pretty, like, years, like, like, junior year is, like, when, like, people, like, stopped calling, like, like, when I was, I, she didn't bully anymore, and, like, people started noticing, apparently, that I was pretty or whatever, and then, like, it just got worse my senior year, and I was in a relationship for both of these years, so I didn't really get asked that or anything, like, like, guys would ask for my number, and be like, I'm in a relationship, which was weird, because I'd never had anyone ask for my number, ever, I was like, what, and it was really weird, except for freshman year, that's not Freshman and sophomore. Fresh, year. Freshman year is the year that boys freshman sophomore year we don't. They're like, can I get your number? Can I get your number? Can I get your number? There's a cringy guy that you went out because he was in speech and debate with you and he went to Rockhurst, which is an all boys school. Uh, <laughs> no. I still have him on Snapchat and he posts. Oh. Every day, every day. I it was it was a time and then your crazy ex sophomore year who you didn't really date but technically you did, which is a whole other funny story, but I can't talk about for legal reasons <laughs> yikes moving um, on <laughs> but like it's so stupid how people like like will yell at like quote-unquote pretty girls because like they make jokes about how they look because like people will like i'll make a joke about like oh yeah that picture of me looks ugly but like because i'm very critical of myself because of i was bullied for years and told and it's not fair like people don't know like how awful it is like sometimes it sucks to be how people perceive as good looking. You're about to say it sucks to be pretty. Like, like <laughs> I no, love... like it has its advantages. Like, if I get like, it's uh, like sometimes I know people if I don't... ever got pulled over. I think I would get off easier than a lot of people because apparently I'm good looking. I I don't see it honestly, like truly, not like I'm I'm getting better at it. Like I'm seeing good things about myself. Like I like how my eyes and my hair is pretty, and like it's it's better. Yeah. But like when people expect you to think everything about yourself is beautiful. Yeah, well, and because there's a difference between being vain and then knowing that and being okay with yourself. Because, you know, it's like, you know, you have, it's a Goldilocks, right? You got yeah. too too little and too much. And, you know, you have beautiful people and really gorgeous people who their gorgeousness, you know, is just object, you know, I won't say objectively, but like, you know, pretty consistently yeah. people would notice that. Yeah, I feel like it's different when people but grow you, up. Like knowing, like people, people, people are like, you're the hottest, you're gorgeous. And people who like go from like this awkward stage like I did and then. I grew into my features like like I I like I grew into my looks or whatever um and like I know I'm pretty now like I know like I can see myself and be like I guess like it's not like it's yeah pretty sorry (laughs) but like it's just it sucks that like people like because everyone's like oh I wish I was pretty and I'm like yeah like I'm glad I'm like it's nice that I'm pretty but it's also like you shouldn't force me to be happy about it you know yeah like let me 
adjust to it myself. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I was I was bullied for my looks a lot and mm-hmm. and for me, the biggest thing is like I can look up for me, the only thing that really stuck out to me was I was worried in terms of like my relationships with guys, yes. how that would impact. But to be completely honest, I've grown into the idea and Connor fully embraces this more than I could have ever asked. It's like if he can appreciate your potato double chinned photo from like the worst of downward angles and, you know, admit that maybe you're not hot in that picture or gorgeous, but just admit that, you know, that they, that they love you and that they care and that they think you're beautiful. You know, that's, that's what all I I could ask for. I would rather somebody see my personality first. And, you know, I've got that right now and that's that's such a blessing, but um, you know, it's something that if you haven't been bullied or you haven't gone through that, it's really hard to understand, but We're going to go to a commercial break. You're going to hear a lovely ad done by yours truly. So stay tuned for the next part of our episode. All right, welcome back, guys, to the Filterless Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that ad. It's wonderful. It was filmed laying down in my bed. I was like, oh, they want me to film an ad? Uh, you ever want to start a podcast? It's honestly, I make fun of it, but it's not because of the ad itself or anything. Anchor is great. I just laugh because the circumstances under which I recorded it were kind of funny. But yeah, we were having serious conversation about body image and stuff. But the real thing that I think that Sammy and I need to address is what we talked about in our FaceTime conversation a few weeks ago, which is, and let, let this sink into you guys. If you are Bible believing Christian, if you're not a Christian, then, you know, enjoy this anyway. But if you're a Bible believing Christian, think about all the translations out there of the Bible, all the languages, all of it. It's just impressive. Now imagine a new translation comes out and this translation begins to use the word yeet. <laughs> like think about all the context that could happen. Like, what were some of the examples that we came up with, um, what the Bible would say? One of the first ones was, like, when uh, David yeeted the pebble at Goliath. And killed him. <laughs> yeeted. And then, like, God yeeted the rains down for Noah for the ark. <laughs> and, and like, it's just, just like, funny examples. And then, like, how, like, Jesus was yeeted up into heaven after. I, like, um, when Esau was, le- when, was <laughs> when Esau was yeeted from the womb, <laughs> Jacob said, hold up. And he yeeted on his heel, just mm-hmm. together. They yeeted out together, and just. And then he didn't die. He went yeet. yeet. <laughs> just when, I. Uh, when the three amigos didn't get yeeted to heaven after being burned, I feel like those real people are looking down from heaven right now thinking like, American disgraced <laughs> by these two white chicks. To say ye was just a dead, culturally deadly thing. But ye could have had yeeted back then. That's, that's true. <laughs> but I feel like the cultural context for ye has become just such an interesting word. Yeah, like it's something like people use it used for like funny, but then it just started actually becoming part of people. Life. People use it as like, an I, actual I word. I actually use it, and I'm like, it, it was. I was making fun of it at first, but now I'm like, I, I like the word. <laughs> it's like I yeeted on out of there, I or I, I yeeted. It's it's actually a problem. I'm sure. Oh, I say it way too much. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, because like, there's so many opportunities to say it. Like, I yeeted out of that class real fast. <laughs> yeah, or it's like I, I yeeted at the opportunity. <laughs> Or it's like, I'll tell you a story I yeeted. I don't think you were there for this, but... So, the day... The the, day, the night that Connor first kissed me, right? Mm-hmm. That whole... <laughs> you remember my side. Yeah. I'm over here, and I'm like, you know, hey, out of... Like, because Allie had, you know, the first friend I had told was like, hey, maybe don't tell a bunch of people until you go talk to him first. And I'm like, that's so respectful. You know, it requires me to be quiet and not as filterless. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be respectful of Connor. So I told you, Allie, and Allie's boyfriend, Cam. Cam. Yeah. So I told everybody. Not everybody. I told those three people. People matter. (laughs) People that matter. Well, yeah. And so, and a lot of my friends were gone and whatnot. And so I remember that, like, that whole, we went working out. And I was like, I was not, I just could not. I I was like, because I hadn't kissed anybody in a really long time, right? Like, just, Mm -hmm. or even, it was just a whole mess. 
And so I remember that that night, you know, I find out that um, I'm sitting there and I find out that Connor is in the dorm and that he has told everybody. Like, Connor's a loud mouth. Like, Connor could not not say. Yeah. Like, Connor is one of the loudest mouths I know. He's one of those people who could not keep his mouth shut to save his life. Yeah. Like, will never be able to. Yeah. You know, whenever he was like, okay, we're going to play the silent game now, Connor was the first one out in two seconds. He didn't even play. He was like, what game are we playing? He just was like, yeah, he was like, what? And so. You would be paying attention. He'd be talking. He'd be like, what? And then he'd be out. Yeah. But anyway, so he had told people I didn't even know, just like his group of friends. And there were some who lived in my dorm. And so the, my favorite story to say yeet too, because I literally, when I say yeet, I feel myself. Feel the yeet. I feel what the yeet felt like. Was I was upstairs on the second floor. He was watching a movie with somebody. He's like, hey, after the movie's done, let's hang out. And I thought he meant just him and I so we could talk. No, I was wrong. So not only do half my friends know because of him and not me, but, you know, I walk downstairs. I'm like, I don't know if I was wearing or I was holding his jacket. So I walk down. I turn the, the corner to the stairs. And he's in a group of people I've never talked to in my life who I'm friends with now. But they all, all of them turn and look at me. And for, it felt like I stood there forever. But I'm pretty sure I, like, saw everybody them look at me because I know exactly what they're thinking when they see me. That's her. And I just turn my body and go right back up the stairs. I yeeted myself out of there. And Connor tells me, he's like, yeah, I thought it was weird that you turned around and left. I'm like, there were strangers there who knew you kissed me. I didn't even know their names. I would have lost my marbles. I would have been like, excuse you? You thought you could just tell people and then reenact the whole thing oh my god we reenacted it with multiple people and i was so glad i (laughs) I was not there to witness any of it well and it was yeah because like with you i remember i was like at lunch or whatever that day it was breakfast and breakfast like you came and allie were acting really weird i was like okay what's going on and then so i just kind of sit down and i'm like your yellow shirt we went i don't know if i said we. and i kind of called it because i was kind of like I didn't know. When did you call it, though? Yeah, call it, like, uh, like, the day or two before, because, like, you guys had, like, hung out a lot, and I was like, is there something going on there? I wonder. And then Connor, Connor, we, the... you Because you have more Connor's side, I feel like. Four, Con- we were at a volleyball game for Connor's volleyball, t- uh, sand volleyball team. Oh, yeah. And everyone was trying to get him to ask out a girl, and he was, like, very hesitant, because at first he was very, like, like, a week before, he was like, oh, yeah. But then, and I was like, I noticed a shift, and I was like, wonder why. There must be, like, a reason why he's not going to ask this girl out. Because she seems like she'd be okay with being asked out by Connor. And then you. So, yeah, behind the story I understand. I say I understand because I feel like I'm going to be corrected when he's when he gets back. But the story I understand was that, like, he liked this girl, um, you know, was not able to talk to her. Like, was just scared to talk to her or whatever. And he, he had DM'd her at, like, oh my gosh. one point in the morning. The whole, like, a year before. Yeah, yeah like, like, 1 a.m. never talked to him after that. I don't. him on red. Well, and because he, I guess part of it was it wasn't that he had like this dying crush on her. From what I understand, so much is like he liked her, thought she was pretty, wanted to get to know her. That was the point of the yeah. date. Whereas we had become friends, we had done dumb stuff together. I had stolen his car, like after he was dancing on a pole. Okay, that's another story, but yeah, um, that Not happened. A stripper pole, just a street sign. But um, anyway, like we had just become friends. And so what had happened was, you know, I was trying to plan a birthday bonfire and it just kind of got thrown onto the day of my birthday unexpectedly by my friends. So it was literally like I'm turning to my friends and I'm like, do you want to come? Do you want to come? Do you want to come? And a lot of people were just busy. It was a Monday night. But I remember I went up to Connor. I was like, Connor, I'm having a bond. Like you are an outdoors like adventure person. Like surely Connor wants to come. Wasn't even asking him because I liked him. Like, like. Just to go Honestly, I had j- it wasn't that I didn't like Connor. It was just like I had never – I thought there was no way in the world he would have a crush on me. Therefore, like – Me I, with any person. <laughs> so, like, I just didn't, like, pursue anything because, honestly, I was like – Me with Spencer. <laughs> me with Spencer immediately. Yeah, that – which you guys have a funny situation, too, which uh, explain after yeah. this. But um, so, anyway, I was just kind of like, you know, hey – birthday party i'll send you a dress he's like i have a lab and a volleyball game how late are you going to i'm like probably till right before curfew so he's like i'll see what i can do i'm like okay we're at my bonfire we're having cupcakes and all of a sudden i get a text 
out of the volleyball game, send me the address. So I did. No big deal. Wasn't thinking much about it. But this was the volleyball game where he ended up not going on the date with a girl. Like yeah, he didn't ask her out or anything. Pressured to do that, and he like because at first yeah, because the week before he was like yeah, I'm gonna do it, and then just like tried. But then apparently this time, from what you told me. You were like, that makes sense. He literally left so fast. Yeah, he literally, like, he, he, he did it. <laughs> out of that he did game. Like, I was like, he didn't even, like, try. He just left. He's like, I can't hang out tonight. Like, usually, because usually after the San Valley games, which I went to basically all of them, because. Welcome week. Yeah, people. and because Steph wanted me to be there, which is fine. Right. And, um, and Jules was on the team, too, and usually I was at the rock ball with her. But, like, usually, like, we played volleyball, like, just with ourselves afterwards with the balls that Cam had. But he didn't do that after that game. And so it was really weird. You're like, where are you going? Yeah, boy? Right. And then while we were there, like I said, and Connor tells me he had like a very quiet crush on me because he had gotten to know me. He still wanted Connor, to get to know quiet? me. That, sometimes I'm skeptical. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm skeptical. But when when it came to my party, you know, we were all like going to hide from him and just like act like he showed up to the wrong place. <laughs> and then not everybody did, but, you know, we're sitting there. And so I go and I set up my hammock. Uh, and so I'm sitting in my hammock and he comes over and he starts like messing with me, like trying to like swing me out of the hammock and sits down next to me. And apparently you know, I'm just sitting talking to him and I'll tell our side of the story when I'm with him. Cause that's actually pretty funny, but I'm hanging out with him chilling and you know, we're across the fire from all my other friends. And apparently my friends who, you know, I'd never mentioned liking Connor, you know, like we, I think at this point, if you were to tell me in like a few days, I'd go on a date with him. I would have been like, what, <laughs> what? But my friend, my dear friend, Josh, yeah, and then a relationship, my friend Josh was literally turned to my friend Maddie and was like, they're going to end up together. And like, Maddie was like, what? They're just chilling. They're just hanging out there. He's like, no, they're going to date. They're going to date. So when I tell Josh, he's like, isn't that the one guy with like the headbands? And was like, at your birthday party? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, we knew that. And I'm like, that's all I'm like, how can you know that before I know that? Like, honey. A lot of people do things before you know it. It's sometimes it's okay, like but the, I mean, I'll admit. To be fair, I was like, but that's with me too. I was like, Sammy, are you sure he likes me? And you're like, bruh, he kissed you. I was like, dude, are you stupid? <laughs> I'm like, I I'm on the we, bicycle we on machine. Not, no, it was like, yeah, the bicycle, the cycle. And she's looking. She's like, what if he's? I was like, he literally pulled the cutest thing on you, and you're saying he might not like you. Like, I'm dense with that kind of stuff but come on <laughs> yeah but i'm i'm also super dense so uh your case. story you were super dense so <laughs> i'm saying we're, i can't judge you because also same. we should t- so here's the funny here's the funny here's the funny twist with sammy it's like we're on the debate team right and her boyfriend my i oh okay yeah spencer yes. <laughs> you- i thought you were talking about my ex sorry oh no no spencer yeah. um hi spencer um I'll, I will. Spencer is my debate partner, so don't even listen to it, even if I'm. <laughs> I shall force His him. Girlfriend. I shall force him. It's required for our partnership, Spencer. But like, I had a really frustrating relationship with Spencer. But um, <laughs> that's besides the point. The Lord has called us to forgiveness and awkward um mediation conversations that were put off for like four weeks. But that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, so Spencer and I were debate partners and this is, this is my view. Okay. Debate camp. There's not flirting, but there's chemistry. It's there. It's obvious. Like to the point where I remember watching comedic videos with her and Spencer. So we, like, we're all on the floor dying, like laughing. crying, laughing. Cause it was really funny, which I'm pretty sure you guys still watch those comedians now <laughs> from what I understand. Yeah. I've started something great. So, you know, no big deal. So there, yeah, there's chemistry. So, you know, then, like, Sammy breaks up with her boyfriend. Really sad. Fall break. Fall, Fall yeah. Uh, yeah, it's always a blast. And so, like, I can tell because, like, I had this awkward friendship with Spencer because there, there were just things that just things happened. But, like, he would, like, go up to Sammy and he'd be like, this is my debate wife. And it was, it was, like, it was all a joke that came after Spy Week. And, like, because I'm a mom. Like, I have a first aid kit with me all the time. Hand sanitizer. Lotion. Like, I'm, I'm just I'm that one aunt. Snacks. <laughs> And Spencer's like he'll make the dad jokes and like he'll he'll just be a total dad. And so he was like, "You're my debate wife," and I'm like, "Okay." But like, like he would go up and like like you guys would be like standing next to each other like. And he would like come up and like just grab my hand and be like, "Or can I t- or like are we going to Mellers?" I'm like, "Sure." And he was like, "I'll drive you." I'm like, okay. And like at first it was like totally just purely platonic friendship. Like it legitimately was like before. Because uh, neither of you realized that there was chemistry that everybody I'm else also saw. Blind. <laughs> I'm also, because, like, I had just broken up with my boyfriend 
uh, give him a pseudo name. Give him a pseudo name. Uh, with my with my ex. Um, I don't know. We'll just say my ex because like I don't have. He's like my only real ex. So like, but like, and so I was still kind of like, like healing over that, and like asking God for like, like just give me like some nice single time. And so it was, that was a whole bunch of fun stuff. And then like, we just got closer and like, we went on drives and just talked about life. It wasn't even like in a romantic setting. It was just like, we went, we just went on drives, talked about life, got really close. His friends accused us of making out in the Aldi's parking lot. Cause he, he went to Mongolia for uh, a mission trip uh, that summer and had been, had, was there for a while. Careful what you say. Cause just, just because it's Mongolia. <laughs> yeah, no. And so. Um, he was showing me pictures from there and like, cause I, we had never talked in depth about it. And then he, he brought me candy from Mongolia, like, and gave it to me, which bomb candy. Like it's good. Mongolia's candy. got good candy. Yeah. Um, and so, well, technically it's Russian candy. It's, it's not for that. Oh, and so his friend, his friend had driven past us while we were in the car and thought we were making out in the office parking lot. We are not. That never happened. Never will happen. I will never. Listen, it's not the, look, there are, there are. I'm not, gonna, other places. I'm not I'm not gonna condone make out spots, but I'm just saying if you're gonna make out, there yeah. are places you don't go. All these parking yeah. lots like, behind yeah. jesters. <laughs> anyway, and so and so we just talked and then apparently his feelings changed for me after UCM. In mine, like I was just had a whole thing where like I was accused of getting a new boyfriend already. Oh, I remember that. And like basically uh, my ex called in his best friend, who's also one of my best guy friends, and he basically made it sound like he was calling me a whore. Because I, I remember, because I'm just sitting. And up, I, I was, I was crying. I, I totally switched off my emotions during awards because that's when it, like, it was all started happening. And so like, I was just an emotional wreck. Like I started crying on like the van, the van ride home, and like everyone thought like something was wrong with me. Like I went to talk to anyone. Spencer was trying to be really sweet and like, nice to me, like, and I just wasn't having. To it. give you a picture from outside, Sammy, I was bopping to my music with my AirPods. Yeah. I'm smiling. All of a sudden, I see Sammy, and she's bawling. So I'm like taking my AirPods. I'm like, because oh, I'm sitting right next I'm, to her. I'm like, I'm just what crying. is wrong? Like, my emotions just come like at first it was like just like I had none, and then it just came on me like a tidal wave, and it was awful. And like it was just because like two and a half years and someone would think that I would immediately get in a relationship not even a week after like it just it just hurt to think about someone who I've known him for eight years like eight years of my life and to think he would think that little of me just just killed me well of course and it just it just hurt my like because like I put so much love into that relationship and like I I wish we could have stayed friends afterwards but he doesn't want to do that which is fine um but like and then like it just kind of sucked but then I was even looking for a relationship after that. Yeah, and I remember like, you were like loving I was like, <laughs> single I was like, life. Single here, we, here we go. Yeah. Hang out with guy friends and it's not weird. Um, and then like all my friends. And then we went to UCM and like we had a lot of fun. And then we went on drive after that. And then Texas was the next week. Oh, uh, yes. And so good old Texas. And so Spencer had invited me over to watch a movie with him and his roommate Tyler. And I thought there's a new movie there, and that ended up not happening. <laughs> and so we were watching. I'm pretty sure it was Solo. Um, in good movie. Dorm. It is a good movie. I hate people who say it's not. It's, it's, it's a, such a good movie. I'm such a nerd. I love I'm, Solo I'm, more than a lot of the Star Wars movies. It's it, one of my Solo and Rogue One are great movies. Like, oh my gosh, yes. I hate people who say they're not. I'm they're, like they're you great. heathens. They're they're dumb. Um, <laughs> and so we're watching that, and then Tyler left because he had to go write a paper, and so it was just me and Spencer, and somehow we had gotten like just inch like he just started like i stayed in the same spot i didn't move mm -hmm. he just inched closer mm -hmm. to me mm -hmm. and like i wasn't really thinking about it i had a rough day in the beginning so this was kind of like my nice and like that whole relationship with spencer like like being like he would like flirt with me like funny like he literally told one of his friends i've decided to devote my whole time just to flirting with sammy and like you see him he there was a starbucks sign that said um falling in love with and it was like pumpkin spice or whatever but he erased that out and put sammy it was just i funny. didn't know this just me, i have a picture of it i'll show you later but it was just so nice and fun it was like nice having someone there because like guys had done that to me before and i'd been used to that like they'd flirt with me but with no intention of going anywhere else and i'll just like whatever because like that's how my like friendship went and like it wouldn't be in, like a romantic way they'd just be like fake flirting you know and so i expected spencer to be doing that without any emotions behind it and i wasn't really thinking about it and so i didn't really div like div delve into any of my emotions and that emotions what are those and then but that night 
he just like kind of like was comforting me uh and like he put his arm around me and we ended up like being really close and it just kind of like made me start thinking what 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 <laughs> what are these things and I'm, like, feel. I'm like i'm like he wouldn't do this if he didn't think so i was like he's not that kind of guy i was like <laughs> like my brain just sort of this debate like, you're having I, I had that about exactly, the kiss. Yeah, exactly. Listen, you debate irrationally. Yours was a kiss. Mine was a, was a, was a arm move, slight cuddle, not really. Look, for before the kiss happened, there was a side hug. There was an awkward Christian But side. you had a kiss, I didn't. <laughs> but like, and so like, not yet. on the bus way there to Texas, I was like, like, it just like, everyone started like, cause that whole week, everyone was like, are you guys getting together? Or they're like, we were like, no, this is totally like friendship. Oh, and no, then, Spencer got mad at me for being like, Ooh, Yeah, yeah, Spencer Sammy! Spencer's like, Katie's getting on my nerves. I'm like, why? And like, because like, I know I better! These, I was used to these texts, because he sent me the same one before about other people. <laughs> and then, like, everyone was just, it was very interesting. And so, like, the bus, the van where he was in the separate van. There was two mm. separate ones. The Compton Cruiser! The Compton Cruiser. And yeah. so I was very upset. Um, and so... Uh, everyone just made me like di- like di- delve into my feelings. I was like, Ugh. and so I was like, maybe I do like him. And then like Mario was like, if you don't have feelings for me, you're not gonna break my friend's heart. And I was like, so you're saying he does have feelings for me because you wouldn't tell me. I was freaking out. And I was like, so we decided to have a meeting in the hotel room that night. And so I'm we, really official. We, we go there, and so like I'm like, it's so awkward. It's so awkward. Austin leaves. I go in, and I'm like, I'm not in PJs, but I'm like also like looking disgusting so a ho- like natural hobo like state hobo, yeah natural hobo state and i'm in there and i'm like i'm sitting on the desk he's sitting on the bed and like i'm like hey it's like i think we should like talk about our relationship making sure like we're friends right me thinking because there's no way he likes me i'm too crazy i'm too weird he is a amazing debater amazing man of faith like with the debater parts like debatable. Admired, yeah like i'm kidding he's a good debate he's a good he debater really beat you I'm just <laughs> anyway Look, I had no, one no, sexist judge. No, okay, sorry, did we do it? No, okay. Anyway, trigger me. And so, because like I, I don't think men should be attracted to me at all. That's just my opinion. So I'm like, men attracted to me? What? No, should not happen. And so I, there was no way Spencer liked me in my opinion, and I was wrong. <laughs> like he had feelings for me before I had feelings for him, and so uh, he was like, "Yep, we're just friends." And like he looked super awkward, and like it, it was like, "Okay." And then I left, and like. It was fine, and like it kind of went back to friendship ways, and it was fine. And then, so they're back and forth, and then he, back and forth. He went over to Mitchell, Evan, and where Austin were in their hotel room, and they started talking. And apparently, I was getting in the shower, and I get a text before I get in there. And he's like, "Yeah, the boys are making me, uh, like, get into my feelings." And I was like, "Have fun with that. I'm showering. Talk to you when I get back." And so I shower, and I come back to a text that's like, "Hey, once you're done showering, before you go to bed, can we have another chat?" And I was like. Uh, Dang what it, did I... Mitchell say? I was peed. I was like, if Mitchell said anything about what I said in the last episode, I was like, kill him. I was so mad. I was like, well, if he said anything, so I'm nervous as crap. I look, I remember because you were like, like wet you were like, I'll be back, and you left, and I was like, and it was outside my door, and so like, and then like, he admitted he has feelings for me. I admitted it. I had feelings for him, and the rest is history. But like, it was really weird because like, I didn't think he could have feelings for me at all because like, I saw Spencer as like, I don't know. It was weird, because I, sl- I still say him the same way. Like, just, like, mature, but, like, also really fun and great. And, like... Spencer fun? I've never seen that shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> as, it, as Spencer would say, shut up. <laughs> I said it the same way he does. <laughs> um, uh, Dang it! Um, you say things like Connor does, so don't even try me. Um, what do I say that Connor says? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, anyway, and so, it was just... It was weird, because, like, I didn't think... Like, I'm like, yeah, okay, why? Because, <laughs> like, I thought Spencer would, like, go for, like, a more mature, like, person. And I'm, like, I'm mature, obviously, but I'm, I'm crazy also. <clears throat> so, like. It balances so, like, it out. And, like, there is, like, a, a, a little bit of an age gap, but it's not that big. It's, like, it's three years, which isn't that bad. That's honestly not that bad. And, like, like, I'll be 19. Like, it's not even that bad. But it's just, like, Spencer is, I had a type, which was basically my ex. My ex was my whole type because that's all I had had a crush on him since I was 10. And so, like, he basically developed what I was and I, I was like, a six foot, um, bigger, like, um, not blue eyes for some reason because my crazy ex, 
has blue eyes, and so I... You stare into my blue eyes and think thing, I hate I had him. a thing about blue eyes that were kind of like, eh, oh, guys. Like, they're like the white period, like, Spencer and... Like, I, what Hitler and, would have let exist in like, the perfect like Nazi regime. blue eyes, which I love Spencer's eyes. But that's a different thing I can... Like, those kind of eyes yeah, and those kind of people. Okay. But, like, because I didn't trust them, because, like, that's... I had... And, but, like, he changed so many things, because like, he's an inch shorter than me, which I don't have a problem with guys being shorter than me. But I always felt bad because I'm tall and like I like to wear heels and I'm not gonna change myself wearing heels for a guy. Yeah, it always makes me feel like really great about that. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, but like that was great because Spencer doesn't mind being shorter than me and he makes it kind of funny. But like and like he's blonde and I didn't really think I liked blondes. And like I didn't think I liked facial hair, but he looked fine with facial hair. And longer hair. I think that it's. I think that sometimes the opposite God of your type. You, God is, yeets you in the face with a guy who you don't think is for you. Uh, makes I fun. had somebody who screamed across the cafeteria, "What classes are? What classes are testing?" And I'm like, a, I've grown up with academics being like the most important thing that my family, you know, one of the most important things I've been raised with. So it's like I'll find somebody who's really. And let me clarify, Connor is a brilliant person. He screamed across the room what classes are testing, and when he screamed that, it gave me anxiety. <laughs> I was like, how do you not? Because, you know, that's just – but, like, sometimes God's like, all right, here's this human being who's not the cookie cutter you expected, but is exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. And for the record, I just need to clarify this before somebody comments. I was not saying the Nazi regime is perfect. I was just saying, like, in like, a yeah, what, they what Hitler would have thought was yeah. a perfect Nazi regime. I was literally listening I'm to you, but in, the, but in the back of my head, I was like, I hope somebody doesn't take this the wrong no, way. No, yeah, definitely not. If they're smart, they're Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was called a neo-Nazi by a lot of the debaters before they even met me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because, you know, people like to talk without actually getting to know individuals. I'm not amen, still amen, bitter. Amen. I told Dr. So Paley, he was like, what? Me, well, that's because people like to open their mouths and let whatever crap come like comes out, come out. And yeah. they're like, they're like, we don't know. I mean, granted, I'm filterless, too. Welcome to the life of Katie Thomas, Dude, where things just come. It's raw conversations with a weirdo. <laughs> but, I mean, one of my favorite things was, honestly, about you and Spencer's story was that we all called it. But I was sitting in the bathroom just because Mariah was asleep. I was the you know, person we were rooming. But I was sitting in the bathroom. And I was, you know, FaceTiming, FaceTiming Connor. You know, I missed him. We were, like, nine hours away from each other. And made some comment. And I was purely being sarcastic. But he's like, where's Sammy? I'm like, probably making out with Spencer. And I'm just being obnoxious for no reason. He listens to this. I'm going to get in so much trouble. He's like, he didn't have to bring that up. And I'm like, hey. Whoops. But then she came back. And I, she had the smile on her face. And I'm like, hmm. Hmm. It's that smile. You know the smile after a cute boy kisses you? And he kissed her. And so I was like. Yeah, and it was, and I was like, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't call it in terms of like, ooh, they were making out, but like, you know, I was like, oh, I, oh, okay, okay, good, good to know that my intuition is somewhat correct. Yeah, but that, I mean, I mean, I mean, at least you didn't have to stand on a table to yeah, get. I know. I would have, though. I'm not kind of person. Would you? Yeah, yeah, you probably. I thought you said like. I've stood on a table for reasons less than that. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Someone, uh, someone told me that I couldn't get up on the table in the heels I was in a speech debate tournament. And I did. I got yelled at, but I did. Hey, it's all that matters. You prove a point. <laughs> yes, that's, that's sometimes that's that's all it takes. But yeah. Our, either the mom or the crackhead. Or yeah, it'd be like that. I've been told that I'd be like, Grant, I don't drink. I'm not old enough to drink. I don't want to drink. But I've, but I've been told that if I were to be anything, I would be that one drunk aunt stereotype. That's apparently my stereotype of like people instead of looking being like you're gonna be a great mom they're like you're gonna be a great drunk aunt <laughs> I'm like good to, they do that. they look at me I'm like I don't even drink and I you would, say that about me it just I guess so I just say that one aunt but like drunk needs to be emphasized in order to emphasize the idea of like oh that I'm one just aunt too much of a mom I can never be with I also don't like alcohol. Yeah, alcohol. Never is... had it. Don't plan on to. Like people tell me, like, oh, you'll have alcohol. I'm like, no. Okay, I'll be. I'll, I'll, okay, I had one really watered down drink in Mexico where it was legal, just because what I was with my mom and aunt. Mexico, like it's it's whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you had there was a bunch of drunk people around, but yeah, you know, I was like first legal drink, a little bit earlier than United States policy, but that's about it. And like my only other thing that I can really think that maybe I would drink something at is. 
Um, cause you know, I'm not going to do that whole ring by spring thing. Right. Um, like Amen. what I, I refuse to marry until I'm like 21. And so, or, you know, or close or whatever. I, I say 21 because reality, I'd like to have a glass of champagne or wine at my own wedding. Oh, heck no. I I'd, I'd say close because it's, yeah, it's, it's with my relatives. Not a good idea. Shut them down. There's going to be no alcohol in my wedding. Like is none. Like if someone tries to bring it out, you're like, gone. get out. Like, no, I, I just. Like, I'm fine with other people drinking, but, like, if it's my house or my space... Or your wedding. Or my wedding. No <laughs> alcohol. Because, like, I have my own reasons, but... Yeah. yeah. And it just... Drunkenness is not good, but... Yeah. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to these raw conversations. Um, me Or rather, mediocre conversations with mediocre people. I feel like we're pretty funny. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Can you my Instagram poster? <laughs> this is true. We just need your Instagram, like, story, real, yeah. like, story going while we're talking. Yeah, People are reading weird. and listening at the same time. But I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Listen to the two previous episodes with my friend James and Michaela. And stay tuned on Thursdays for more episodes. Next week, we will either be having Connor or my friend, um, who I won't announce her name yet because I haven't asked her that. But one of them will be on the podcast. So if you want more mediocre conversations, stay tuned. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope y'all have a great day. Is that, is that a good is that a good way to end yeah. it? Yeah. 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 <laughs>